Hello and welcome to this Xbox Life episode 362, Microtransactions. I am one of your hosts, BJSwick 33 and if you would like to have another host on the show, please purchase 300 silver and apply it now. Okay, thank you for that microtransaction. We now have another host, is Rob, also known as Presar. Hey, what's up, everybody? All right, and if you would like... I didn't know I could be bought. Yes. It's nice to know. If you would like to have a third host, please add 200 more silver. Okay. All right. They did not enter 200 silver, so we only got two hosts this week. All right. So it's just you and I now, Rob, until somebody decides to purchase another host for the episode. I got you. All right. So uh, we are going to start, and uh, hopefully, you know, as we go along, you'll have to purchase more to hear more, um, you know, during our microtransaction episode. So, uh, <laughs> uh, announcement. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you can listen to us live uh, or see us on Twitch every uh, Sunday, almost said Wednesday, uh, every Sunday, 10 p.m. Eastern time, just like we are right now. And then the uh, MP3 for all your fun and wonderful um, podcast, you know, iTunes, everything like that, releases on Monday. So, but, uh, all right. What have you been playing, Rob? Very good question, my friend. I have been playing Forza Horizon 1 and 2. Uh, so, been uh, playing some of that stuff. Um, always a good time. Then I've also uh, I, I went through and I finished Valiant Hearts, oh, and okay. this is the free game for Xbox One. For right. The, we talked about it a little bit yeah. last week. Yeah. Is it all of all of October or is it the first half? I forget. I will anyway. tell you. So, Valiant Hearts is October first through thirty first. It's an Xbox okay, so. One, so. Typically, it's for the whole month, okay. or for at least thirty days, because some of them are going fifteen to fifteen. Yeah, like Tomb Raider has. So, yeah. So uh, I played Valiant Hearts. Uh, well, I guess the full title is Valiant Hearts: The Great War, I think. Hmm. And it's set in World War One. Has some pretty cool artwork to it. I've been enjoying that, and uh, uh, for the first part of the game, I, I really enjoyed the puzzles and such, and then. It took kind of a turn halfway through. It started getting into the area of kind of like, man, this thing over yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, that's never fun when they start to get to that point. Yeah, like, and what do you do? Wasn't, I mean, it wasn't bad. The, the thing that's cool about the game, at least that I thought was really neat, was just that you do so many different things in the game. Like you, you're controlling a car in one section there's i think five different characters that you're playing plus a dog or i don't know if, if five includes a dog and you're running you're solving puzzles and so so there's so much to the game like different aspects so it's different and the game's pretty good i was really shocked at the ending okay i'm not going to give anything yeah. away but it don't. just sort of <laughs> What I said, don't do that. <laughs> no, no, I just now be playing it for the first time. Yeah, I just did you play it? Not yet. Okay, 
So I'm definitely not even going to mention anything, even remotely, that gives anything away. But just, I I didn't expect the way that it ended. And I was kind of like, huh? Okay. All right. I, I, I could see it. And so it follows the story of a bunch of people through World War I, some soldiers, um, sort of like a little family and uh, a nurse and a dog named Walt. Which is kind of cool, but um, and it it teaches you a little bit about history, which is is kind of neat because there's I think I mentioned this last time. There's so much in the way of World War II and a, a lot of other combats in, in gaming that you kind of know so much about World War II and like uh, that was it Normandy D Day and all the different. Uh, attacks just because so many games have them and there's games out there that recreate the same thing. Right. And here's something that shows us world war one. And what's sort of neat is it'll pop up these like historical cards that'll explain, Oh, um, the soldiers did this and this and the trenches and you got to watch out for the gas was it mustard gas or whatever it was. Anyway, the, the gas that they had. And then the next level or the level that you're playing, it includes trenches. It includes the gas. So you're, it's like letting you experience different parts of the war over the course of, I think, three years, two or three years. But anyway, I went through and uh, I finished that. And uh, I tried Battle Islands. Did you see that one, Brun? That one kind of snuck in there. No, it did not. It was on Xbox One, and I was looking at it. It looks very cartoony, and it reminds me of Boom Beach. Okay. It's a a game by the guy. Boom Beach is a a game by the folks that did Clash of Clans, or that do Clash of Clans. Okay. So it's one of those um, kind of like uh, control islands set in World War II. And uh, there's boats coming in. People are attacking you. You're trying to build up stuff. So I've played Boom Beach before. I I didn't get into it very much. Um, actually, probably didn't play it more than half an hour, if that. Because there's some things about some of these games that I really dislike. And I just hate that whole, like, waiting and then, whoa, you don't have to wait if you want to pay money. And that thing really irks me. So I started playing Battle Islands. And this game from the get-go took this horrible turn into this area that just annoys the heck out of me. Mm-hmm. And that's that. It There's a tutorial, right? There's a tutorial that teaches you how to play the games. You're given... Uh, a certain amount of money. And um, so you have, I don't even remember now. It's like these boxes. I, I don't even know what they're called. And you have these like gold bricks. Okay. So I'm assuming that the gold bricks are the thing that you have to buy. So you use your resources, let's say, to build uh, a, like a machine gun nest. Mm-hmm. So you use your resources to build this. And then it goes, you're, now you have to wait one minute this thing to build yeah or use this gold fair enough yeah and then it goes 
spend the gold to finish it immediately. And, okay, I, I understand that it's trying to teach you what you can do. However, it forces you to spend the gold. You right. can't even decide, I'll, I'll wait. So you, it takes you into that area of the game where it's like, click here to spend the gold. Yeah, they don't want to give you any free money. Come on. Right. Man. Yeah, you can't back out of it. The B key, which is back in the game, does not work. Yeah. Why would they do that? It's... It's oh. microtransactions. We got a little thing going on today. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So I built my first thing, and I'm like, okay, fine. I'm not going to spend the money. I mean, it was only one. They give you like 500 One isn't a big deal, but I still don't want to spend it. So I waited the minute. And then they wanted you to build something else. It was like a barracks or something. Same thing. Mm-hmm. You could not back out of it. And I'm like, I'm done with this game. I backed out of it, uninstall, uninstall, all done. Yeah. I, it's just ridiculous. Because I started playing Clash of Clans because a bunch of guys at work play it. So I, I'm sort of, not that I'm into that. I just play it because everybody else does. I actually don't really enjoy it. <laughs> it's not fun. But I just do it for the competitiveness, I guess. But even that one kind of tricks you into spending it. So I guess that's where I got turned off on the whole thing. But Battle Island just rubbed me the wrong way by forcing you. At least on Clash of Clans, you can back out of it if you don't want to spend the the precious stuff. Yeah. But here, I mean, just forcing you and not letting you back out, that's not cool. That is not cool. So bye-bye, Battle Islands. It was nice knowing you. If there's a saved game on my system... I'm actually going to look this week, and I'm going to delete that, too. <laughs> Off my machine. All of it. Very good. And uh, uh, other than that, I did get the new Xbox experience. Yeah, I did, too. Yeah. I, th- I think we got it at the same time. I don't. Did we talk about this last week? No, no. I didn't, no, get, it so we before, got it I didn't get it before the show. So Okay. So I guess we. Pro- I think we got it on the same day. It was like Monday, Tuesday, something yeah. along those lines. Well, we can talk about it uh, during Roundtable. Okay. We'll, we'll include that there. Sure, absolutely. So uh, that's about it for me on the game side. How about you? Cool. Well, anybody, if you would like to hear what I've been playing, please enter 10 silver. <laughs> All right. We have somebody who wants to hear more. All right. So I played <laughs> the Star Wars uh, beta. That's pretty much. I got to level oh, five. Yeah. I got to. So. Got about that. So. Um, it's today's the last day, isn't it? Well, they extended it to the 13th. The 13th it was yeah. Tuesday? Yes. Oh, good. Okay, good. Good, good. So um, I was lucky enough to get one of the two-day early passes uh, by listening. I listened to uh, Darkness429 on Twitter. I follow him. I actually subscribe to him. Um, really good stream if anybody wants you know a cool stream to watch or listen to during the day. He, he's a day streamer. Uh, consistent, you know, has a schedule. We've talked about it before. Yep. Uh, but I got a, a code from, from his group, um, and I got it a couple days early. So I actually played it Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and then a little bit on Thursday, and I actually downloaded it for PC. I was going to play it this weekend, but I have not, I, I haven't had time to play hardly any games this weekend. It's just been nice to kind of sit back and not play games and, you know, hang out with the family and all that stuff. Um, 
So because you're going to be ignoring your family in a couple of weeks, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> fifteen days, fifteen days. Um, but no, I I, I like it. Uh, it looks pretty. Uh, I think it looks fantastic. Uh, I do not get everybody, you know, that says it's a battlefield with a Star Wars skin. I don't believe that's true. I can feel a difference between the speed and from the running and um, all that stuff. But, of course, it's just a beta. Um, it has just a few types to play. Uh, Walker Assault and another one, but... Uh, I had fun. I'm I I have it pre-ordered. I'm glad I have it pre-ordered and I'm looking forward to it. But that's all I got to really say on. I'm pretty sure everybody's played it. I I think they did bump into some you know connection issues here and there. Um right. I saw reports where it's like 1440 on PC, 900 on PlayStation 4 and 720 on Xbox One or something like that is what the beta is running at. Um I read it the first place I read it, this I think the guy was like a PC fan because he was just like bashing the console versions of it. Sure, why not? Yeah, because all those P's, I tell you. But um, yeah, as long as it runs 50, 60 frames a second, you know, on the console, that's that's all I'm happy for. Um, and actually, when I heard it, I was super surprised because when I first saw it, you know, and even Mark is was there. He's you know talked about how good it looks. I mean, it looks amazing. And I'm just like, well, I was pretty surprised when I heard it was just 720p, but that just shows like how much it doesn't matter, like how much I, to me, I can't tell. So, right. But uh, yeah, that's about it for that. Okay. So, yeah, some, uh, but we can move forward. And uh, good news, like um, a couple people have already purchased a couple ac- uh, extra microtransactions for the show today, so we do get to do roundtable and community. Um, it only costs a person like $600, but you know, we're going to, we're going to keep on <laughs> moving. So, um, ah, I forgot to change, forgot to change the little icons here. Boop. Boop. <laughs> uh, before we get around, oh, wait, table, did, did somebody do any microtransactions for that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was only like $3 to switch those. Um, okay. and they didn't pay the $1,000. So we're not ad free this show. So if you do want to become a patron, <laughs> patron, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash thisxboxlife. Uh, you can leave us a tip at twitchalerts.com slash donate slash thisxboxlife. And uh, now we got the roundtable. So I have a couple things here. Um, I put in here a couple of news things. We're going to talk about, uh, what was it? Oh, the new Xbox experience um, for a few. Uh, but the first sure. thing, first thing is, is uh, there was, I guess, a thing on Xbox Wire. It's ten reasons to pick up an Xbox One this holiday, or ten reasons why Xbox One is better than ever this year. So f- we we've kind of said this before, like if you don't have an Xbox One and you're considering it, or you know, or, or still on the fence. Here, that like this is the perfect time, I think, to buy, um, uh, to buy a new uh, console or get into the next generation. If if you have an Xbox One, then you know, and you're looking to add to it, go buy a PS4. If you have a PS4 and you're looking to add to it, you know, now's the time. There, there's no need to wait to pick up an Xbox One for sure. Um, but uh, you have uh, here's your ten reasons. Okay. So 
Do you want to go over the 10 reasons? I'll take sure. one. You can take one. All, All right. right. So good. the first one is the greatest games lineup in history. So the 2015 launch lineup uh, was the most awarded lineup in Xbox history at E3. You have Halo 5 Guardians, Tomb Raider, Forza Motorsport 6, Gears of War Ultimate Edition, um, Star Wars Battlefront, Fallout 4, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Uh, and then also in 2016, you get looking forward to Quantum Break, ReCore, and Crackdown 3. So, um, but that's that's what you get to look forward to in just like this holiday and early next year. So greatest games lineup in Xbox history. Wasn't the last games lineup the greatest one in Xbox history? I don't know, but this one kicks its rear end. So Okay. It just... <laughs> Whenever I hear this statement, and I think they've used it before for like E3 and last year and and whatever, I always think of, have you ever watched The Bachelor or one of those shows? Uh, no. Yeah, they have these things called like rose ceremonies. Sure. And, I know of what you're talking about, but yeah, no, I don't yeah. watch them. <laughs> and you hear on like commercials, it's like the most amazing ceremony ever. Sure. Just, each one, each one is more amazing than the one before consistently. So I always, I always think of that. It is a good lineup, though, by the way. <laughs> I'm not knocking the games. I'm knocking the way it's set. All right. Well, next one. But, all right. Hit the next one. Okay. So we have more hardware choices than ever. This year, there's more console options than ever before, whether it's the Halo 1, I'm sorry, the Halo 5, <laughs> Guardians, <laughs> Limited edition bundle, the Xbox One Elite bundle, or the Xbox One Terabyte holiday bundle. Uh, there's a console for everybody. Yep. Yeah, and that didn't, obviously doesn't go into the list of all the other little ones with all the pack, like the normal ones yeah. with the pack ins, but yeah, there's tons of choices. There. Yeah, there's like a Lego one and yeah. a Tomb Raider one. Yeah. Fallout and all that. Yeah. Um, Next thing is you have the Xbox One Elite Controller. So the Elite Controller releases on the 27th, same day as Halo Guardians, Halo 5 Guardians. Mm-hmm. So, or you can get, or you get it with the Xbox One Elite bundle, uh, which is awesome. But I've actually, people, I think there's been a couple people that's actually used it and they say it is awesome. Um, I've heard once, once you use it, you're never going to want to go back to a normal controller, which is scary to yeah. hear. Yeah, uh, that's that awesome. Um, but I, you know, the one thing they talk about reconfiguring the buttons and stuff on the controller. Um, I saw a thing over the week where you're going to be able to remap any button on any controller when the new yeah. experience comes out. So that's going to be pretty cool. Pretty oh, too many choices. I know it's crazy. Oh. But uh, go ahead. Next one. I could, I could see them like passing uh, the controller through the chain link fence. Come on, try it. Oh, yeah. just try it just once. <laughs> <laughs> To get you hooked. Yeah, get you hooked, and then they keep you coming back yeah. for more. You know, the probably the not the worst thing that they could do, but, well, it's worst for your pocketbook. But the thing that they could really do is to put these out for demo. I bet that that would sell a lot more of them. Once people try it, yeah. granted, they would probably get abused. Yeah, missing like crazy in stores. All, it's all magnetic. <laughs> <laughs> that's what yeah. doesn't have thumbsticks anymore <laughs> well if they could do something to lock those in you know yeah. like primly on them and put them on a retail display yeah i bet that they would sell a ton of these things yeah 
Because it's got to be something that you have to try to understand. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah. All right, backwards compatibility. One of the most requested fan features um, uh, for the console this November, backwards compatibility will let fans play more than 100 360 games, including Gears of War, Mass Effect, and Shadow Complex, which uh, we have, what, two, or do we have all three of those already? I know we have Shadow Complex on backwards compatibility for the preview members. Mass Effect is there. I can say we have those because I've played them. Yep. I don't remember if Gears of War is part of it. I but, believe uh, it is once, you know, yeah. with the, the new Gears of War that came out. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you can play those directly from, their ex- from your Xbox One uh, at no additional charge. Yeah. So it they want to make cost sure you, you know that. Extra. Yeah. <laughs> it will cost you anything extra. And what I actually did with Mass Effect is... It was on sale for just a couple of bucks, like $3 or something. So I actually bought it on the 360 so I could play it on the Xbox One. Yeah. So you can definitely do that. So once backwards compatibility rolls out to everybody, if you don't have the preview program right now, or if you're in a preview program, keep an eye out for those Xbox games that are on sale. Mm-hmm. And some of those are just a couple bucks. Uh Less than five bucks, you know, you might want to check them out. Because they're still good games. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to knock out the next two since the first one is uh, the greatest social gaming community in, X- uh, in Xbox Live. So with the Xbox, you get Xbox Live. Um, obviously, you have to pay for Xbox Live, but it is the best community and the, and the best online service out there uh, between the consoles, in my opinion. Um, and also, mm-hmm. you know, you get the games for gold. You get the two, uh, you get the free games with gold on Xbox One and 360 every month. Um, along with the console bundles and, and things like that, or special consoles, is we have the one terabyte version that is also out there. Um, yep. So with more space becomes more games. That's what their little one of their bullet points. So, you know, you can look out for those one terabyte. Honestly, myself, in my opinion... I would buy a 500 gig version because the first thing that I would do is go buy a four terabyte hard drive and plug it in. That's yeah, I mean, the ter- even if it's 500 gig or a terabyte, you're still going to end up you're still going to end up with an external drive. Yeah. So I mean, you're still going to have it no matter what. Yeah, I mean, if you want to like, I guess, hold off, or if you delete games to free up space, but I'm not one of those people. I like to have everything on there, but um, but yeah. All right. Yeah, because uh, you can get the externals somewhat cheaply now like uh amazon has four terabyte seagates for like 120 bucks mm-hmm. and uh you know y- you don't really need to do anything special you just plug them in format them boom you're good to go right. and by the way if you do get one from amazon make sure to use our affiliate link yeah just i want to i want to say something because you know like for people who are listening to us uh, on Monday when you download the podcast, you know, like I mentioned earlier at the beginning, we do do a live Twitch stream. Some of the people in our chat are actually talking right now saying, hey, you know, because of backwards compatibility coming in November, go buy up, you know, used games like 360 games at GameStop and stuff like that. Because once the backwards compatibility comes out, the games of those, you know, the, those used game market, the prices may actually go up. 
you know, because, oh my gosh, these people can play these games on the latest console now. We don't have to lower them because a new console's out. So, right. you know, you know, Hawk and, and Gunny Chief are in here. Most people are familiar with them. Um, you know, they, they're they saying, yeah, go buy them up now because, you know, that, that could happen. So That's a very good point. Yeah, very good point. Thanks, guys, for that. Here's here's twenty silver for each of you. <laughs> yeah. But uh, all right, take. Is it take supposed the, to go another direction? <laughs> it can. It can. So take take the take the next two. Okay. Um, did you cover the storage one? Is that what you were talking about? Yep, so, I covered this. Okay. I'm just right. bullet point. I'm trying to gotcha. get through it. So, uh, it keeps getting better. This is uh, a very crucial thing, I, I think, at least for me. They're releasing updates all the time, basically at you know at least once a month. There's some kind of update. They're making changes. You look at it today. The Xbox One that's out today is a lot different than it was in November 2013. Oh yeah, a lot different. And this is something I think that we've come to expect nowadays with how our phones are changing all the time as new updates come out, apps are coming out. It's not like how it was back in the old days where you get your PS1 or you get your uh, Dreamcast or whatever it is, and it's like that from when you start playing it. It's the exact same experience at the end. The systems now are evolving. They're getting better with every year that goes by. And you look at some of the stuff that they've added just within the last two years, voice messages, screenshots, uh, there's the game hubs, there's this whole new experience where they're building in uh, the Windows 10 fun- functionality, the DirectX portion. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so much that they've built into the tuners, the DVR functionality. It's all stuff that's been changing over time. And uh, they've also got the Xbox One NFL app. So it's something that uh, you can yeah. download yeah. on Xbox yeah. <laughs> One and uh, Windows 10. Uh devices and your fantasy football stuff all right cool the the last two uh bullet points of their their 10 reasons is the new experience better with windows 10 um so you know the new ex uh, nxe we're going to talk about that here in a second but we're gonna you have that you also have things where you can stream to pcs running windows 10 um and you know all sorts of stuff we're very familiar with that and then also the last one is TV any way you want it. You have your HBO Go, all that stuff. You have over the air. You're going to be able to DVR over the air. Um, and then obviously, or with the people who have tried and hooked up your Xbox One to like your uh, cable company or cable box, you can run everything through there. It's really cool. So, but there's there's ten reasons, you know, reasons to to purchase an Xbox One this this winter or this fall i guess all right works for me yeah and and that updating thing because i know that was your bullet point i find that to be like one of the best bullet points because yeah they've done it for a while xbox has always kind of done you know done those things they did it through um they did it through uh the you know 360s life and stuff like that so yeah but uh all right 
So next, um, I wanted to put this in here, and it's funny, I'm, I'm watching you type new things in there. I didn't want to put that stuff in there because we're going to talk about it next week because um, <laughs> that's just game releases. Um, I did want to talk about uh, Far Cry announcing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll it's... take it out. Okay. <laughs> no, wait, wait. You have to send 400 <laughs> um, uh, Federation credits my way. <laughs> If he, all right, people, here's what Rob's doing. He's putting in a thing to talk about that the, what, fifth thing of Tales from the Borderlands is coming out on the 21st? Yeah, I think I think that's right. Or the 20th or 21st or something like that. So, uh, which would be included in our next week's upcoming releases. That's why I didn't put it in there, but there you go. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Um, the, the reason why I have, I, I put Far Cry Primal being announced because here's a game, um, people like Far Cry games. Uh, they look sure. good. They, they're fun. Um, you know, a lot of people are surprised that they came out and they announced it and they announced that it's coming out in February is when the, the new game is coming out. So it's Whoa, like four months. Yeah. Like yeah. Five months. Yeah. So, which doesn't mean that they're starting on the game now. It means they're announcing the game, and it's coming out in a couple months. I lo- and the reason why I want to put this in here is this is what I'm talking about when you announce a game. You talk about it now. Hopefully, it doesn't get delayed. I mean, it would be nice if it didn't. But here, here you come, four or five months out. You announce the game. You announce it's coming out, and people are hyped and excited for it. And then, boom, it's out. You don't announce a game three, four years before it comes out and expect things to just, you know, be hyped up the entire time. Um, I went back and I I started listening to, I was listening to another podcast. I think it was a PlayStation-related podcast. Actually, I think it was uh, PS I Love You XOXO, which is uh, Colin and Greg from Kind of Funny. They they started talking about this, and it was like they started talking about um, the crowdfunding for Shamu or am I saying that right? Shamu three or whatever. Shamu? Yeah, one one Shenmue. of yeah, yeah so one of the one of the three games they announced: the Last Guardian, uh, the remake of Final Fantasy VII, and then that game there. It was a crowdfunding and like people just lost. That's why they said they won E3. And then these guys are talking about like, well, when do you expect to see this game? Because they're still asking for money for that game. And they're like, I don't know, maybe sometime, maybe end of 2018. And I'm just like, really? E3 2015. You're talking about a game that you may not get until 2018. That's ridiculous. It's like, how do you even say that you're excited about something when you don't even know if it'll ever finish because it's three years out. And it's just things like that. It just really ticks me off when you do st- when they do stuff like that. I don't even really like when, like, you know, I've always said, I really want E3 to cover everything that's coming out to the next E3 and, and so on and so forth. Um, but even you know, like, you know, F- Final Fantasy seven, when's that coming out? Anybody know the date on that? I, I don't, I don't know a date on mm-hmm. it. And, you know, uh, Last Guardian, it was uh, originally announced in 2009. Uh, when's it coming out? Because nobody knows that either. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just you announce these games, and, uh, announce a game or re-announce a game after seven years, 
and you know you expect people to be excited for it. And the re- and the reason why I wanted to mention Far Cry is I don't play the Far Cry games. I know of them and I know people love them. And and this Primal is supposed to be like set in early you know caveman times and and stuff like that. The game looks great. Uh, most people you've already already heard about it. Um, but the reason why I want to talk about this is I love the way they announced it. I think this is awesome. I mean, Rob, would you prefer something like this or you know oh, for what, sure. what we're used to? So it's just no, it's, it's so- you're good. It's nice to you know get a game and then have it almost there. You know, as opposed to a lot of games. They announce them, and it's like, okay, yeah, whenever, and I just forget about it. And then you hear about it six months later. Oh, this game got delayed. Oh, it did? I totally forgot about it. (laughs) And I'm going to forget about it again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they really hose themselves by doing that because they lose the buzz. You know, they lose the excitement. Yeah. Yeah. And... It's cool to, like, did you watch a trailer? No, I didn't. They had, yeah, it was a pretty cool trailer. Yeah. They have such awesome artwork, graphics, textures, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, in Far Cry games. Yeah, I, I just, I just really like what they did. Yeah, and, and a lot of people were very surprised about the game. They're like, "Oh my gosh, there's another Far Far Cry game." Yeah, nobody really knew about it. <laughs> it came out of nowhere. Yeah, so yeah, it came out of nowhere, and he didn't really know about it. And then it's just like, boom, hey, it's coming out in four months. And a lot of people's reactions like, ah, it's not going to make it in four months. And but you never know. And I, I really hope it does because I love that they did this. I, I hope this becomes a trend. It is the announcements like this? Yeah, they haven't really postponed a lot, have they? No, I like don't, Far Cry Four, Crisis, and all those. I mean, I can't tell you the last Far Cry game that was that was delayed or anything. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's why I wanted to talk about on here. Is that I just really liked the way they announced it and and keeping it close and 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 Fallout Four was an you know it was announced at E three, and it's coming out this you know it's coming out here in in November so. I mean, those, that's awesome. Because people get hyped about it, and, and it actually stays up there. So, Yeah, well, for sure. Cool. All right. So, the last thing we have on here is kind of the reason for the name of our, our episode and the reason why everybody has to pay so much money to, feel, to hear this whole show um, is... De- uh, and it's not more of a Destiny, um, I don't want it to be more of a Destiny discussion, because I know a lot of people are like, oh, more Destiny talk. It's it's not really Destiny talk. It's more of, hey, this game is getting microtransactions. You know, so, hey, we're implementing micro- microtransactions. And I want to go over what they're doing, and then the discussion I want to talk about is what you think about microtransactions, really. That's, that's really what the roundtable discussion I want to evolve around microtransactions but uh so but uh on october 13th which is this thursday or sorry tuesday um destiny is going to be implementing microtransactions so for those who play destiny you have emotes dancing pointing fingers all that fun stuff what they're saying is the microtransactions is going to be for silver 
you're going okay. to pay real money through either the Xbox Live or Xbox Store or through PSN Store. Um, you're going to purchase silver through there, and then you can go and you can purchase emotes um, on Destiny. Right. And that's the reason why they're putting microtransactions in the game. So, to me, I'm just like, all right, it's cosmetic. It's cosmetic. Yeah, big, big whoop. I'm not spending more money into this game. So, for one, they rip the person out, the person that they're putting in to sell you these things. I don't know if everything this person's going to sell is going to be microtransaction-based or if it's just the emotes. But, you know, they, they ripped... They ripped that, you know, or you know, took that person out. They're going to put them back in, and that's what it's going to be. So, ah, cosmetic only. Okay, big whoop. You know, whoever wants to spend money, I guess more money in Destiny, um, can go and do that. It's completely up to them. Doesn't bother me. But I got to ask you, Rob. You, you're you're <laughs> in IT. I'm in IT. I'm a web developer. I would think that this just cosmetic point and finger dance move thing that you can make your character do in a game i can't imagine putting in this whole infrastructure of taking real money uh from you know multiple places around the world exchange rates um uh all that in into play, you know, putting, you know, piggybacking off in the Microsoft store and the PSN store to just get this real money for the silver just to purchase these things. So when they're saying that they're going to do emotes only, or emotes at first, I guess, is maybe what I would probably say. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I, I don't see it stopping with emotes. I am calling it right now that at some point in time in Destiny... You're going to walk up and Xur is going to have this awesome exotic weapon for sale. And it is going to be <laughs> only for money. And I told this to my friends at work and I think they think I'm crazy. I can't see them putting all of this work in for this microtransaction just for emotes. I, I just can't see it. And, and you know, okay, you have ships, weapon skins, uh, you have your shaders, you have your... Um, uh, oh man, what are they called? The, your vehicle. I, it slips my mind right now. Th those are all cosmetic things and, and to purchase and the things like that. But I just don't, I don't see it. I don't see it stopping there. I don't see millions and millions of dollars rolling in because you're like, hey, you want to look purple? You can buy this purple shader because shaders still drop in the game, I believe. You know, I still I've still mm -hmm. gotten shaders. I can still go buy ships. I can still obtain ships. I can still do all this in the game. So they're not ripping, ripping that stuff out of the game as you get for a drop. So those when I see, I see I see are very rare. But I have seen that you know, Zer doesn't always sell a weapon, or Zer doesn't have a uh, have a year two weapon. So I think it's not going to stop there, and. Listening to uh, I listened to the the Destiny podcast from IGN. You know they're they're going into like you know the number of people that's left Bungie due to uh, conflicts with Activision, and so I this is straight up Activision. 
uh, and I call it every time anything something stupid like this goes into Destiny or into any game, I completely go right after Activision because in my mind, that's who's doing all this. Because they're trying to monetize. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the game doesn't come out every, you know, we're not going to get a yearly release. So what do we do? We'll come out with a big expansion one year after the game comes out and we'll charge you almost for a full game. We're going to put in microtransactions. Ah, don't worry. It'll be cosmetic only. We've only done that in uh, Call of Duty. It was cosmetic only in Call of Duty at first. And now if you want drops and, you know, certain kill streaks and stuff like that, ah, pay us real money. We'll give you, you know, give you that. Oh, what happens if uh, the only way to get an exotic drop from a boss is to uh, pay silver for it. Or, hey, do you want a 50% chance high, uh, higher chance of getting an exotic drop after completing a strike? Ah, just pay silver for it. You know, there's it's not going to stop with just these emotes. I'm calling it right now because that's just the way it's it's going to be. But that's, that's the world we live yep. in in microtransactions. So I don't like microtransactions. I think they're stupid. Uh, I think that if I pay 60 bucks for a game, I should get everything in the game. DLC, I understand. DLC is not microtransactions. But I've all, you know, I've, I've come to say, um, oh man, NHL. I love the NHL games. But they would say, oh, do you want this hockey stick for your player? Just give us three bucks. We'll give you the hockey stick. Or you can buy it in-game, Rob. You can earn enough. Uh, to to purchase it in game with in game money, if you want to think of that. But all sure. you have to do is play six hundred hockey games. <laughs> so they make the grind so horrible that you would never obtain it unless you literally just played and played and played. So that's where that's where this is heading. This this is going yeah, this way. Yeah, and you know it, it it's happened before. And it's just a bad thing. That's why I don't like them. And I would encourage, if you want things like this to go away, people have to stop doing it. Yep. You know, if they make a million dollars off microtransactions, do you think they're ever going to take it out of the game? So, oh, good night, bud. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, um, yeah, what, what, do you, what do you think? Do you love microtransactions? I love to hate them. Oh, you love to hate them. All I right. love to hate them. I hate being nickel and dimed it's a pet peeve of mine it just totally rubs me the wrong way it's there was a restaurant that i went to a while back that like uh well make an analogy here i guess Mm -hmm. so like you go to burger king or five guys or wherever it is i'll use burger king you get a whopper you get the whole sandwich the whole burger and you're done for whatever that price is you know i won't count cheese (laughs) cheese is an extra okay but you get that whopper and this restaurant basically had a burger and they charged you for lettuce they charged you for tomato and such it's good for the people i guess that just want a plain burger they don't want to pay for everything extra but i like that extra stuff and I don't like the idea. It's, I guess, somewhat mental here of paying extra, 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 extra. Just give it to me all in one lump. Right. And I'm done. So same thing with gaming. If I have to pull out my credit card or whatever, every 
couple of minutes, hours, or whatnot. I, I don't want that. I don't want that. I just want to play a game and not have to worry about it. I grew up in the days of coin-op. So you'd have the hardware, you know, arcade machines. Mm-hmm. I'd go to the arcade and I would dump quarters, quarter after quarter into, into a game. You can consider those microtransactions, but I didn't spend $60 to just be able to step in front of the game. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's a different experience. If you want to have microtransactions in a game, then make it free to play, like how some of these have done, or like what is like I think Fable is going to be like that. Maybe. And uh, well, you got like a big game like Warframe. Sure. Warframe. I mean, and Warframe is a fantastic game. Uh, some people don't like it. I like it. Uh, is a fantastic game that you get for free, and you sure. don't and you don't have to do microtransactions. I mean, you can. But you can also get it through most of the stuff through game. It may just take you. I mean, there's a little bit of a grind. It's not like NHL 15 grind, but <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's a little bit of a grind to it. That I mean, yes, that's one. And and you have games like, um, I'm trying to think of um, um, Counter Strike. You know, like you can go in and purchase crates, which gives you like in-game items and things like that. But you don't have to purchase them. You don't have to purchase those crates to do anything. Right. And and that's the way, like, like, you know, with Destiny, that's the way Destiny's going to start. I'm not saying that it's official that they're going to do other things. I just can't, based on the experience over a year with Destiny and, and that game, there is no way they're putting this much work in for emotes. I, I right. just, and, d- d- not going to happen. <laughs> and, you know, not everybody might consider this, but... A transaction costs money. Oh, yeah. It's not free to accept money from people. It costs, whether it's, uh, let's say, like a, a credit card transaction, right. you know, straight at a merchant. They're paying like anywhere from 2 to 4% plus some kind of, um, you know, purchase fee of each and every time. It's different, I, possibly, on the Microsoft's world because it's Xbox Live, because Microsoft, when they charge you, let's say when you add $100 from a credit card, mm-hmm. they eat a certain percentage of that for the transaction cost from you know Visa, MasterCard, American Express, whoever it is. So they have to eat a portion of that. And you get the same thing with something like, um, like this, where it's going to cost them somehow, somewhere to do those transactions. Right. So they have to bring in enough money to make at least that part profitable. They have to, I would think, cover the cost of the transaction and then step it up above and beyond that. Now, with what they're doing now with these emote things, and again, I'm not very familiar with the emotes because I haven't played the game. But while you were talking about it, I think of it kind of like, let's say, all of the items for the avatars that we've had for years now. Have you ever bought anything for your avatar? Like any kind of yeah, clothing or prop or anything? Yeah, I, I, I did buy a, a, my high State shirt, stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. So for this game, potentially, you could link these two together as being similar. So somebody that might buy, you know, like uh, avatar clothing mm-hmm. for their avatar, 
might purchase something in game. Yeah. And if this is something, let's say like some kind of like move or some kind of like victory dance, is that what these things are? Kind yeah, of? I mean, you know, like my guy, like he'll he'll like point or he'll do like the normal out of box dance. You okay. Know? Like okay, sure. So, yeah, I mean, if so, you yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, what I was gonna say was this: I, I could see this coming from like two angles. First of all, people on the Xbox might be used to these kind of things, just slightly right looking at the avatar system, right. And I know a lot of people buy these things. So it's sort of teeny tiny bit possibly acceptable because of that. Second of all, when your buddy has it and he's doing something, you're going to want to like do it back or like to do something similar. So there's going to be like this egging on. Jeez, that I could easy see there, slugger. I no know. Need to punch whoa, whoa. Your mic. <laughs> Sorry, everybody, if your ears just popped. Was that a big pop? <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, my hands were waving too much. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I could see, you know, if a group of people has it, then, you know, if, if you know somebody that's doing one of these things, you're going to want to do it too, because, you know, You'd be lame if you wouldn't. Right. But I agree with you. This is the start. Yeah. This is, they're getting it. It's like getting the foot in the door. Getting it out there to make it sort of acceptable by having something innocent so that people don't complain. Because if they put in items, if they put in like awesome weapons, like you said, people are going to go bonkers. They're going to hit the news channels. Circuits are going to get s- just slammed left and right. So they're going in with this teeny tiny thing. They're testing the waters and they're going to sneak something in. I guarantee it. I think you're absolutely right. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's kind of weird. Like, I guess if if you would have a dance in Destiny that would do the entire Michael Jackson thriller, oh, <laughs> I would buy it. <laughs> But, you know, for, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's just something where, yeah, it's a slippery slope. Uh, and oh, I mean, yeah. and, and I know other games have done it. I've purchased things before. You know, you go, I go and look at like free to play games on iOS or the games where it's like, hey, build this. Oh, if you want to build it and make the time go faster, use this one gold. <laughs> Which goes to what you were talking about earlier. I don't see, you know, it's funny, like Clash of Clans, you know, I see that on top of the iOS board. Mm -hmm. And it makes millions and millions of dollars. Oh, it's insane. And I'm curious on why. Yeah. Why? Yep. I don't don't get it. I don't get it. So, uh, yeah. Competition. Competition and not wanting to wait. Yeah. Yeah, true. It's like I said, when I mentioned that I played it, I don't particularly like the game, so <laughs> but I still play it. Isn't that messed up? Yeah. But if something takes 14 days to upgrade, I don't care. I don't touch the game for a couple of days. I look back, oh, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, true. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I, yeah, I, if- I with, with, with these microtransactions like this for a game that you've already... I've already put $100 in this game, and they want more. Yep. They want more. Yeah, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't get it. 
I just uh, if if it was free to play twenty dollars something like that. Uh, World of Tanks, you know, World of Tanks is free to play. Um, this isn't though. This was you had to buy the game, and you had to buy the expansion if you want anything good. Now, I mean, anybody you can't really play vanilla Destiny anymore because you're just going to get to a point where you can't experience anything. It's just no fun for you. Yeah. If you don't buy, I mean, so you have to buy it. You have yeah. to buy it. So. And the real danger with these and what makes it like a slippery slope, I guess, yep. is that it's easier to control your spending when it's a one-time thing. Yeah. Yeah. But you can just go insane spending a dollar here, a dollar there. You lose track of of you know the expense yeah. especially when it's something that seems like such an immediate need yeah and i think a company's like clash of, you know, has clash of clans like that developer or whatever i think they do that on purpose like they are going after the people that have spending problems oh yeah and I and I do. I I think that's who you know. It's like oh, just one more dollar. Oh, just one more dollar. Oh, just one more dollar. I I think like without those type of people with that type of problem, that game doesn't survive. Yeah, there's a an article that I read a while back about Zynga. Remember them? Oh they yeah, had all those yeah, yeah. Games and I think they've kind of tanked. Yeah. Since uh, the Facebook game craze a while back, but they used to have on staff psychologists or psychiatrists or whatever that basically worked to hone in on how to suck people into it. And they called it, I think a compulsion loop. I don't know if that's the, well, that would sound about right. Yeah. I don't know if that's the like uh, psychological term for it or, or the clinical term, whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. uh, for the condition. But it's basically just sucks you in, come back, come back. You want to yep. come back. You got to check your stuff. It sends you alerts. Get money. You know, come back, come back. More money. It's just, it's like that relative that just keeps wanting to bum a couple bucks off of you. Next yeah. thing you know, they owe you like a couple grand. Yeah, very true. Yeah. All right. But yeah, microtransactions. Yep. Hate them. <laughs> so. Don't you think that there should be a transaction for us to continue? Oh, yes. If you would like us to continue. Well, no. Somebody already put in for up to community. So thank you. Okay. Okay. So. All right. Well, it is community time. And we do have some emails. I love getting emails. Oh, yeah. It's been fantastic. Last three weeks, man, people sending emails. Love it. It has been awesome. Only thing better than emails is voicemails. Yeah. And they're just a teeny tiny bit better. Yeah. They're a little harder to set up. Makes the show set up a little longer, but no, I'll, I'll okay. do it. Every, I'll do it every day. We'll just you know, charge a couple more transactions. Yeah. Uh, uh, but for as far as the community, if you want to look like you're a part of the community um, or support the community by wearing it on your T-shirt or on your coffee mug, go to cafepress.com slash this Xbox life. And uh, for voicemails, so we just mentioned voicemails, go to our main website, this on the right-hand side, you'll see send voicemail. Click it, follow the prompts. Boom, it's there. We get emailed, put it in the show. You hear yourself. We answer your question. Everybody's happy. Uh, to email us, you uh, go to uh, 
con you can email us at contact at this xboxlife.com and uh, we get your email and we're going to read these off here in a minute uh, some of our other uh, ways to get a hold of us is twitter twitter.com slash this xbox life and our main way of communicating uh, with our uh, community is facebook.com slash groups slash this xbox life yeah so and uh let's go i guess i can throw out one more there's a a contact form on the website as well which is i think where a whole bunch of people yeah i've been filling contact there. us through there yeah yep just fill out the form hit su- submit send whatever it says i totally don't remember even though i'm <laughs> the one that set it up yeah but uh and uh we'll get it so all right, so here we got a couple uh, emails from a couple of fine folks. First one is from Smarter Martyr. Hey, guys, love the podcast. I was listening today and heard about Microsoft buying Havoc on your show. I was wondering if, as well as the obvious plus side of not having to license this, it also might be a play for Microsoft to attract more independent developers or developers in general to work with Microsoft possibly getting more exclusives by having their own engine rolled up in some publisher package deal. Do you have any thoughts on this? Also, I was wondering how I could get invited to your Facebook group. Thanks for the time. You guys are great. Oh. Well, I answer your Facebook, if you go to facebook.com slash groups slash this Xbox life, um, I think you just apply to join the group. Uh, we get yeah. notified. I get notified on my phone and everything like that. And we'll we'll add you there. I don't know if you can add a message when you apply. No, no. They just ask, um, and then we have to approve. It's it's sort of like request access or something along those lines. Okay. Yeah. To- and usually, and usually we re- we approve you almost immediately. Uh, I know. I check. <laughs> I check the uh, accounts because. We've gotten spammed pretty hard in the past by some not too nice folks. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. If um, you know, if your account was just created like the day before, you might get scrutinized a little bit. Yeah, and uh, we've mentioned it before on the show that if you're brand new to Facebook and you're joining Facebook just to be part of the community, send us a message and let us know because. Uh, you know, we tend to get spammed by folks with like no history. Like, if your account was again, if it was created in 2015, and it has a picture of like a horse and a countryside background, yeah, it's I, I look at it, I'm like, no way, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> so. we get hosed immediately. So yeah, let us know. You know, if, uh, oh, but yeah, so for everybody that heard that noise, zero five five six nine just followed. Thanks for the follow, buddy. So thank you. Thank he's, you. He was waiting for that to pop up. You know, uh, his uh, email came to me, and um, um, I started to think about something. And actually, somebody else uh, put it on there too, um, or I heard somebody else talking about something. But Microsoft purchasing Havoc, it went in. Uh, you know, they went into like, hey, they're kind of getting into the game development. You know. Business. I know they have some first-party studios like three four three and 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 stuff like that. Does Microsoft Studios count? Well, my in Microsoft Studios, but I mean they do have some first-party studios. But this here is actually them licensing game technology uh, to other companies. Um, and I started to think I was walking with my buddy. I'm like, 
You know what? The Xbox One will be the last Microsoft console. And he kind of looked at me weird, and I said, why would they need to build another, why would they have to have another console? You know, if they're buying, if they buy Havoc, they turn around and let's say they buy AMD, which is the chip that's in all the consoles now. You have Xbox Live. You have this cloud computing. You have Microsoft Studios. Are they preparing themselves to be in the gaming business, but without having a console? You know, what if they just go PC? Or what if they license their technology? Like, this goes to that thing of like, hey, Microsoft make the software and the, and the infrastructure. Sony, you make the hardware. Now all of a sudden, if you have a, you have a PlayStation that has Xbox Live on it instead of the PSN network. You know, because Microsoft can then license out all their software and their infrastructure and their technology and stuff to all these gaming companies. Now, right. I know that I know this isn't really probably likely or anything, but, but you know, it's like some of the Xbox games are going to be coming out on PC as well as Xbox. You can now stream your Xbox to your PC. You know, what if this is the last console? What if they have more of a service-based gaming-related cloud computing you know, you can stream it to anything, you know, type of type of scenario. It made me really start to think about that. Like, hey, this might be the last time, you know. Whoops. I hit my microphone. Oh, <laughs> touche. Back at you. So, yeah, that it made me think about that. That's that's an interesting, you know, made me start to think, you know. But uh, That's a good point. Yeah. And the... In, in terms of a console, the upfront cost of buying the console is—I mean, it's a—it's a barrier to entry for a lot of people, mm-hmm. and and it's a loss for the company, right? Most of the time, but then they got gotcha. you. Well, yeah, it's—it's it's like Apple with the iPhone and the iPad. Once they have you into the ecosystem, you're there, and yeah. they're your or you're theirs, and. You know, they're making 33% of everything you purchase. They're making tons of money off of the hardware, mm-hmm. unlike everybody else. And the real money necessarily isn't in the console itself. It's right. not in the hardware. It is in the ecosystem. Right. Because they can sell you those movies. They can sell you the music. They can sell you the games. Because, you know, when you buy that... Tomb Raider for 60 bucks, they probably make twice as much money as they do when it goes into retail. Because mm-hmm. now there's no distributor, there's no right. retailer, there's none of that logistics, freight, any of that stuff. There's no physical anything, no manual, no case, no disc. That's a lot more money in their pockets. And yeah. 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 Interesting thing to talk about. Oh, and, for sure. and, and just to let you know, like, since we are doing a microtransaction show, somebody did purchase enough uh, silver and gave it and sent it in f- to get Wingman into the chat, but not enough to get him on the show. So uh, <laughs> he's in the chat right now. But you can hit the next email. All right, all right. Next one is from uh, uh, Nadis Maximus. Sorry if you guys are already reported on this. If there has been uh, industry news on it i must have missed it completely anyway one of my 360 consoles year two three went red ring last week i went looking around for a deal 
on a new one and found slim pickings. Only one at the local Best Buy that looked like it had been dropped from a forklift. None at Target. Eventually, I ended up at GameStop. They had none, but since there are four near me, uh, uh, they checked and said there was one left at uh, only one of the four stores. I was thinking maybe winnowing stock towards the holiday bundles, uh, but the guy told me, no, all 360 consoles had been discontinued. Hmm. I guess uh, anyone interested in last gen should get it quick if they want new. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Because didn't they say that they were going to support the Xbox 360 for like two years at least? To 2016. So I guess it would be about that time to discontinue making them and just whatever sells, sells. Yeah. We did get another follower, by the way. It's Patches. It's Patches. I think I'm saying that right. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And I know uh, for used consoles, there's a lot that show up on Cowboom, mm-hmm. which uh, I guess is a Best Buy purchased company, or if it's just some kind of hook into Best Buy. But they have stuff is super cheap. Like the other day, they had 20% off coupons on their website because I always look at the Xbox One deals that they have, thinking about getting another console. Mm-hmm. But the 360 stuff is like just ridiculous because you can get a fairly nice system for close to a hundred dollars and that's for like the big hard drive systems what is it 320 is that the biggest one no they went up to 500 i think 320 or yeah 360 yeah yeah so it was like the the 300 gig systems and they were like 100 bucks 20 percent off nice and uh you know you get it for 80 bucks free shipping but with them you really got to watch on what's missing Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because there's some out there that are like, they're missing controllers, missing cables, missing everything. It's just the console. Missing an but, Xbox. All you bought was the box. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they say like heavy scratches and yeah. and such. But, you know, it's uh, it's something to consider. But that's a very good point. And I, I figure that 360s will be dwindling. Yeah. Easily over the next year or two. Well, yeah. I don't know when they'll Backwards discontinue them, but... This is going to be... You're going to see a massive... I, I yeah. really think Xbox One is going to sell well this holiday. So... And we didn't talk nice. about NX... We didn't talk about the NXE. Do you believe that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, let's uh, finish up this uh, okay. next email, and then we'll chit-chat about it real quick here. Okay. So next one... Are, are we done with that? Yep. Yep. Thanks, nice, okay. Maximus. We haven't heard from you in a while. It's good to hear oh, yeah. from you. Absolutely. Okay, next one is from uh, Kongen1973. Hi, thanks for your answers last week. I ended up uh, pre-ordering Rise of the Tomb Raider Collector's Edition for €139.99 and buying Forza Horizon 2, Sunset Overdrive, Far Cry 4 Limited Edition, Titanfall Flockers, Batman Arkham Knight Limited Edition, Wolfenstein The Old Blood. Yeah, there we go. Awesome (laughs) game. And uh, from the bargain bin, I got Forza Motorsport 5, Death Rising 3, Rise Son of Rome, and Watch Dogs, uh, Dead Second Edition. Although I have Titanfall, Forza Horizon 2, and Watch Dogs for the 360 already, they seem to be different enough for a replay. And again, thanks for the great podcast. I'll be listening to you. 
Wow, you, wow, you that's bought good... all those games and you didn't give yeah. me anything. <laughs> and, and you know what? Purchasing all those games, mm-hmm. that was the easy part. The yeah. tough part now is finding the time to play all those, yeah. get to work. Exactly. So <laughs> That's a lot of awesome gaming right there. Yeah. A lot of awesome gaming. Very cool, though. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, but you know the uh, one one thing about Xbox, the new Xbox or Xbox One in general that I don't like is when people follow me and just or people add me to their friends list or request. They they don't have a friends request anymore. It's just like, hey, this person's following you. Well, that's different. Following is different than a friend request. Is it because I I've I keep going out there and then I see a bunch of people following me. I'm like, when did they follow me? It's like. And then I got to figure out, like, well, who is this <laughs> to figure out if I should follow him back so we can be friends? Because I know on the show last week or the week before, I was like, hey, add me to your friends list or send me a friends request. And I didn't get anything. So then I went and looked. I'm like, well, I got like five people that just followed me. And which one is it? You know, so if I haven't followed you back or whatever, send me a message saying, hey, this is so and so from the show. You know, I I like to play this these games or whatever, so that I can add you. I, I apologize, yeah. and and the weird thing is, is like I do have like ninety something, a hundred something friends on my friends list, and it's getting out of control. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't like not you know people that are really into the show and write in all the time. Like I don't want to seem like I'm ignoring you. I I feel bad if I you know I'm not doing something I, I feel like i'm you know missing out or skipping out on you and i don't want to feel that way so mm-hmm. but all right yeah so um just to kind of talk briefly about the differences so friends are friends like i think how we've always known them mm-hmm. on xbox live you know it's somebody that you should i guess know and there's information shared between right the two folks when followers two- kind of like our watchers well i know but the only way you become a friend is if one follows one and the other follows back right it's a two-way yeah that's what i mean though it's like people are following me and when i log in yeah i see like hey brun you have 35 new notifications and you go there and it's just like a bunch of people completing, you know, completing certain things in games, but scattered within there are like, Hey, this person followed you, this person followed you, this person followed you. So it's like, I got to go look at my followers and say like, Hey, I got 45 followers in the last couple of days. Who do I add? You know, type of thing. I wish it was kind of like, you've gotten a friend's request. You know, I wish there could still be that option, but. Well, isn't there? Or no, I don't you think follow, there is. and then if you follow back, then you're friends. Yeah, that's how I've always yeah. known. Okay, all right. So, but that leads into NXE real fast. Let's let's yeah. spend a couple minutes talking about it because it is, you know, the beta version of it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I want your initial and, five and the minutes. new ones. Are, it's being pushed out to everybody next month, isn't it? Y- yes. Yeah. That that's where. So, I like it. It's fast. Yeah. Um. I've had a couple issues with it, and I don't sure, like the feedback. I don't like the way they're making us do feedback because they're almost making it look like we need to make a request for a, for something. What do There's, you mean? There, I want to submit a bug. I found a bug in the system. I want to submit it. I go to the website, and it's like, oh, well, please search for 
you know, something first before you, you add don't do it through there. the system. It would take me forever to type all that stuff. I want to do it through my computer where I can actually type exactly how I can reproduce it every single time. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Um, okay. But in, in the thing is, is like, if you want to reproduce it, what you do is you go, uh, you click left, go to your friends list, go and do the filter on the left hand side that says friends or follow or favorites and watch that it lines up and kicks off the rest of the, the drop down list off the, my screen. That's what it does to me. It's like, I can't even read what's in the drop down list. That's a bug. I want to report it, but it's sure. making it very painful to report it. Um, well, I, I've, I've reported probably four things in this past week. Did you all from the, and- from the Xbox? Yes. Okay. Well, maybe I'll go and, and do that. I just well, typing all the stuff is a pain. Well, I've done it two ways. So initially, like, well, like actually three ways. So the first time I reported my issue, I did it all through that. Oh, it's just that brutal keyboard interface, right? <laughs> using the controller. Yeah. Smart so, glass, maybe the other time. So yeah, I did smart glass after that, mm-hmm. and it was better. Right. And then the third time, so my Xbox One is at my computer table, mm-hmm. and I have dual monitors, so usually my right monitor, I switch off of my computer, and it becomes my Xbox monitor while I'm playing. Right. So the, I had the Xbox app on my computer that was connected, and as soon as you open up a um, like a text box mm-hmm. on the console, a window pops up in the Microsoft app where you can now just type in your keyboard. Oh, maybe I'll just do that. So That's if you I'm have doing. proximity, mm-hmm. <laughs> if your computer is next to it, uh, you can do that. And that was the best way to do it. Right. It was so easy. Although the, the box on the computer that where you type into it, it doesn't, it's not big enough. It's just like a one line thing, but it right. goes in real nice right. into the Xbox I'll, and you I'll, can type super fast. Yeah, I'll get it. I'll, it. There was that. And then like, I've had to restart two or three times. And one oh, time really? I was restarting okay. and it wouldn't sign it signed me in, but not into Xbox live, no matter what I did. Okay. I, I even did a hard reset, unplugged, did all that stuff. The only way I got it to work was to sign somebody else in to Xbox live on my console. And then it signed both of us in. Okay. So it was really weird. Those are the only two issues I've bumped into. Um, but like I said, it's, it's quick. I really like that parties are always open now. I like that, uh, your friends app is always open now. Um, I think it looks nice. I like the quick, uh, jump back and forth. Um, the only thing I'm a little concerned about is it seems a little too rough around the edges for a release next month. Yeah. That, that's my only, my only thing. But, um, you know, but then again, the stuff... who knows which version we're using, but I haven't gotten another update lately. Well, at least I don't know I have because it could be updating behind the scenes. Um, but other than that, I really do like it. I really do like it. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be great. I, I can't wait for the DX12 stuff because I know our stuff doesn't include the DX12. Right, right. So I'm really and, excited to see that. But And I like the notifications when things update. I'm one of those people that I like to I, I don't like automatic updates right I like to update things and I like to know when things update mm-hmm. 
and I like to control when things update. Right. Like I found <laughs> when I was running the Windows 10 beta, things started to update one day when I was on my MiFi and it pulled down like two gig. <laughs> it's just like, no, no, don't update in the background. You're not doing me a favor. Right. Just let me do whatever I want, whenever I want. And tell me when it's updating and tell me what's what's changed. And uh, I, I remember, I recall seeing that they're going to add that functionality at some point. But uh, have you noticed the notifications? Like uh, like today, they popped up Neverwinter. So I'm guessing that that updated. Um, and a couple other things over the past. I haven't had time to really okay. play that much. Zero five five six nine is asking uh, in the chat on Twitch. Um, what what do I mean around about rough around the edges? Well, there have been a number of reports of like you know people needing to restart all the time, um, and then also like I don't want to say clunkiness or anything like that because to me it's really fast. But yeah, just it seems like the number. I, I know that they're releasing this in in waves, which is great. Um, I think there's just maybe too many bugs in it right now to make me feel comfortable like hey we're releasing it in november so to me it's not november like the beginning of november it's more of like november like november 30th like the last week in november so four to six weeks yeah so i mean which is plenty of time to get a lot of stuff it just it as a as a developer and a tester and and doing these type of things it just felt like oh man does this seem like it's one month out you know, type of feeling. And, and I just get an uneasy feeling that that's all. That's, that's what I meant about rough around the edges. Right. That's my opinion. My opinion. Yeah. And we, I mean, it's hard to say also what their development cycle is like, right. Or even how intricate it is on their end mm. to program all of this, because some of these issues that we're having, I mean, they could be on purpose to some degree. And for example, if there's, some component that is common to, let's say, the five problem areas. If they're working on it, they're intentionally leaving things broken. Mm-hmm. You know, while they work on something underneath. Right. Then as soon as they fix that, then boom, everything works. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it's hard to say. And I know Microsoft from their Windows development days, and I think that they've changed this somewhat from like Windows NT and and later things is they basically have daily builds. Yeah, yeah. They're they're really they got a quick turnaround. Yeah. And, and who knows how big their development staff is for this. True. Very so true. they could literally have, you know, hundreds of developers working all the time. And we see builds every couple of weeks, yet they have daily stuff that's being tested internally. Mm-hmm. Because I think Microsoft employees with their Xboxes, aren't they like like the first wave of testers? Yeah, I mean, it goes through a lot. It it, it yeah. has gone through a lot before it hit us, but it was just kind of weird feeling. That, that's what I mean. It was more of like it felt it felt rough around yeah. the edges to me, to me. But I haven't been on it in a while, so but I'll leave it at that. But yeah. But the experience for me has actually been pretty decent. My stuff that I've encountered has been pretty minor. Good. It's really been all just issues starting things or viewing things yeah. in yeah. the, um, I, I want to call it the dashboard, but I don't know 
well, I don't remember what the term is. Yeah. But for example, I, I tried to launch a trailer for one of the new games that came out mm-hmm. and it kind of got hung up, threw me back to the home screen and just things wouldn't start right away. Yeah. I had a couple of starting issues, but it was with the Star Wars beta. Okay. So I can't, I'm not, you know what I mean? I can't pinpoint an issue yeah. when there's two betas going on. <laughs> Oh, Which yeah. bait is the problem? <laughs> you know, so I just kind of left it at that because I'd actually fire up another game and it fired up just fine. So yeah, but yeah, and, I, know, I know what you mean. And there is some stuff going in behind the scenes to some degree because I was thinking today, for example, I was I think what is it? You hit the Xbox button or double tap it, and it takes you to your games list or something. It brings up the snapping stuff. Still. Well, not no. Is it the snap? Mm-hmm. I thought you hit uh, Xbox twice and it takes you, there's like the home section and then you scroll down and it gives you like all your pins. I you thought it took pull the right there. trigger. Right trigger goes. To oh, right pin. trigger. That's yeah. why. Okay. Because yeah. I was hitting the button. I'm like, why isn't this working? Did they change it? No. That's right. It's the trigger. I yeah. Right. Forgot. Right goes all the way down. Left goes all the way back up. Yeah. The bumpers shift your tabs or, you know. Yeah. Just some of the stuff they've added is pretty cool. And yeah. I actually fired up Cortana. <laughs> yeah, I followed you that thing, and I fear you know followed that around, and and that there, like, don't go turn on Cortana thinking that it's going to be like the way Cortana is going to look, because boy, th- it is not ready to be turned on. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> so just don't yeah. do it. <laughs> Cortana point. Oh, it's, it's oh, pretty bad. But, but I did say you know, hey Cortana, blah 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 blah, and it was doing it just like it does on Windows Ten. So, yeah. which I got to watch saying, or else she'll probably fire up on me. Yeah. <laughs> but it, did they talk at all about how they're going to roll this out? No. Are, are people, see, I wonder if people are just going to get it all of a sudden, which I don't think so. Or do you actually have to say, yes, I want to switch. Uh, you're going to get it. Yeah. You're oh, going yeah, to get gonna it. You're going to get it. Oh yeah. yeah. You're, <laughs> yeah. You're taking the update whether you like it or not. Okay. So. I mean that makes sense from a support standpoint. Absolutely. Yeah. It might also be smart to give people the option to hold back at least for a month or two. I don't think you're going to get that. No. So no. I mean, last time it was like when the big ones rolled out, you couldn't actually talk to anybody or or really do yeah. anything. Yeah. So if you're going to connect, if you're going to connect online, it's pretty much going to put you through the update. So. Okay. Did you notice any hard drive space difference after you went to the new? No. Oh, okay. Nope. I could have sworn that my available space went up slightly. Well, my my internal drive to my Xbox is completely empty. It's all for OS. Okay. I only run my stuff off my uh off my four terabyte drive. Okay. So but alright. Anyway. We're running long, so Let's go through the retail releases, and we'll call it a night because they didn't—they right. didn't pay that many transactions. <laughs> so, if if you yeah. would like to hear what's coming out this week, please deposit twenty silver. So, all right, twenty silver doesn't sound cool. You got to make it yeah. some like better precious metal. Well, one silver is fifty-five dollars USD. So. <laughs> I still don't like silver. Let's do like platinum. Or, okay. We're changing all some... silver to platinum. So anybody Adam- that has silver, thank Adamantium. you. We appreciate it. 
<laughs> but there is no ex- uh, exchange rates. Your silver's just useless now. But thank you for the money. Uh, now we're going platinum. So Benjamins. All right. So this week's retail releases for Xbox One. There's a couple of things out here. Uh, Wasteland 2 Director's Cut. The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Hearts of Stone. Back to the Future. The Game. And Minecraft Story Mode Episode 1. The Order of the Stone. For Xbox 360. Back to the Future. The Game. And Minecraft Story Mode Episode 1. The Order of the Stone. And uh, we talked about it briefly earlier. Uh, games with gold for the month of October are going to be Xbox One Valiant Hearts out now from October 1st through the end of the month. Walking Dead, the first complete season, is uh, going to be out starting October 16th. So that's uh, just in a couple of days here. And then I'll be going through the middle of November. Xbox 360 has Metal Gear Solid 5 Ground Zeroes. For the first half of the month, that's October 1st through the 15th. And The Walking Dead, the complete season for the first season, uh, that one is for the second half of the month, going from the 16th through the 31st. And uh, we mentioned it briefly uh, in the show earlier. If you make any purchases on Amazon, like a 4-terabyte hard drive, make sure to use our Amazon affiliate link. You can find that on thisxboxlife.com. Click on the uh, Amazon link on the right-hand side. That'll take you there. And please use that each and every time that you make your purchases on Amazon. That helps support the show. doesn't cost you anything extra. And uh, we just get a tiny, itty-bitty, teensy-weensy little um, kickback, basically, for sending folks their way. And then, lastly, if you are getting the show through iTunes, please go to the iTunes store find our show and give us a review rate us five stars that'll really help us out a lot uh, the more five stars re- five star reviews that we get uh, that bumps us up so we become a featured show on uh, iTunes a featured podcast on there and it helps uh, get the show get more exposure so uh, please uh, do that it would be much appreciated and cool that is it all right well one thing before we go uh, yep. I have one thing. I want to try. So I love our community is awesome. Oh, for sure. Um, and I've I tried something in the past, and I want to get it out there again because I, I want to try it. There's a application out. It's called Discord. Uh, I think if you go to discordapp.com, um, what it is is it is a web based um, Teamspeak. Let's say with chat which is a chat that resembles like Slack, um, but also has a, uh, a voice chat in it as well, rooms and things like that. Like you would get any any other PC uh, chat client, Ventrilo, TeamSpeak, things like that. I have created a TXL version of that. I'm, I'll put the URL into it, uh, into Facebook. Uh, people can go out there. Because I really, you know, you see people chatting and, and Twitch and stuff, which is awesome. But it would be cool, like, as they're watching us in Twitch or anything like that, that they could talk to each other if they wanted to. Um, and, and not just in chat, you know. So talk to us in chat and, and with others or, or, you know, whatnot. But it gives, like, another level of communication that I think our group or the people uh, can do if they're wa- if they're doing this through... Um, through through PC and the other thing I was thinking about it'd be cool to do is like a pre 
I'd like to do a pre-show. So maybe as like I'm setting up the show for the week or whatever, I'd be in a room and you can hop in the room and we can just chat, have fun. Um, and then also doing like a post-show. Um, so, you know, right after we sign off, we would pop into the thing and, and have people yell at us. If, you know, if Hawk felt like it, he could call me, you know, tell me I'm his favorite host or whatever, or they can argue about why wings not on and, and, uh, and things like that. I, I'd really, I, I think it'd be neat if it's something people are interested in, you know, I'll do it. I'll spend the time. I'll, I'll put the security in place for it and, and whatnot. But, uh, and we'll, we'll go from there. So I'll, I'll put the link that'll get you in. Um, but it, it's something, and some people are saying, ah, oh, it's a, you know, kind of a good idea. We'll, we'll do that. So I'll get it out there. I'll, I'll get stuff and, uh, maybe we'll try, try to do that. I think it'd be fun. I really do think it'd be fun. So, but I will, uh, get a link out there to bring everybody in. Cause I don't know if you can, can shoot something over or not. The reason why I don't want to, uh, somebody's mentioned Skype. The reason why I don't want to do Skype is because that just, it's not easy for people to pop in and pop out. Those are direct one-on-one calls. This here is more of a community, uh, community thing. So, and it's, it's something that I would use for when I play PC games as well. So if I'm on playing battlefield four on PC, you know, if I'm not in TeamSpeak with a clan, then I'll be on there playing. And, you know, we can, you know, because I know we have people in our community that play PC games. But, but cool. Yep. Yeah, I wanted to get that out there. So, right on. Sweet. All right. That's all I got. And that is all for episode 362. All right. If you would like us to talk for another hour, please. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, guys. Uh, 362. Uh, we will see everybody next week. Uh, hit out, get out there on Facebook, and uh, you'll see the links and stuff coming for chat. So, everybody enjoy. I'm Brun BJ Swick thirty three. Everybody have a good one. This is Rob Olson with Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you all uh, on episode three sixty three.